Filter. <laughs> <laughs> Brewski's on the podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys. That is freaking epic. Yeah, I'm drinking a beer. I'm drinking a beer with my boyfriend. I'm a cool girl drinking a beer. Dude, you're so cool. I'm drinking today. So cool. Today, you guys. I'm She's drinking. not like other girls. <laughs> I'm really not. No, this is one of maybe. F- uh, well, I go to breweries with you now, so I like You're a kind few of a connoisseur beers. now. I would just say just a little bit. I would say a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't like an IPA or anything really, really other than like a flavored ale. Yeah. But today I have from Mother Earth Brew Co. I have the Cali Cream and Vanilla Cream Ale Creamsicle. Our sponsor of the day. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but if you want to sponsor us, uh, we Mother need Earth money. Brewing Company, then then do it because that would be awesome. So yeah, right now uh, it actually turns out that we're doing a beer uh, podcast now, and this is no longer a movie podcast. That would be so random <laughs> and absolutely bonkers if you and I started doing that. People would be like, "Huh? <laughs> what do you mean?" Yeah, that would be. But very it strange. is uh, really funny that we are doing like a beer ad right up front because there's. Well, not to spoil anything, but there is one in this movie. There is. And you know what? Now that we're on the topic of movies, welcome back to our movie podcast. Dude, that segue. That was Thank so Thank you. My name is Shannon. <laughs> and I'm Trevor. And welcome, welcome back, back. To Big Screen Sweethearts. <laughs> welcome back to Big Screen Sweethearts. Today we're going to talk about uh, a movie that just came out, mm-hmm. Bullet Train, for, for which Shannon has composed a song and she would like to share with you all. <clears throat> We're going off the rails on a bullet train. That was me poetry snap. Uh, Thank you. Clapping. Thank applying. you so much. It's something I've been thinking about from the moment we left the theater that day. <laughs> It's a really obvious joke, but I did it anyway. So thank you all. Thank I you. I also have a joke, which I will share with you all later after mm. we... Uh, talk about the plot synopsis for this film. Yeah, let's so hop, let's on, hop over. on over to IMDb, or as we call it, I, I mean, mean duh, duh, buddy. All right, you ready for this? Ready for this. Ladybug is a unlucky assassin determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs gone off the rails. Mm. Fate, however, may have other plans as Ladybug's latest mission puts him on a collision course with lethal adversaries from around the globe all with connected yet conflicting objectives on the world's fastest train. The end of the line is just the beginning in this nonstop thrill ride through modern-day Japan. I think that was your best yet. Wow, thank you. That I've been working really on it. That was really beautiful. I and really liked that. Also probably the best uh, plot synopsis on IMDb that we've read yeah, so far. Yeah, I agree. The most actually descriptive of the movie without yeah. spoiling anything. Whoever did that, great job. Yeah. Um, let's get into our initial ratings. Alrighty. Yes. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I'm going to give this movie a 3.5 out of 5. I'm also going to give it a 3.5 out of okay, 5. Okay, okay, Look okay. at that. 
So we have a total of a six for our initial big screen sweethearts rating of the new film. That's nice. That's Bullet train. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how math works. I can't do math. I can't do math. I cannot do math. Seven. A seven. Yes. A seven. Yes. Um, That's how you know it's been a long day. I'm a theater major. That That's too. how you know I don't do math. Anyway, math you guys, a seven out of ten for our yes. initial big screen sweethearts rating of Bullet Train, starring Brad Pitt. Who else? Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Brian Tyree Henry. I love, love that him. guy. I love him so much. Literally, I want him to be he's in everything. Becoming quickly becoming one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Especially after this movie. Yeah. Uh, who else? We um, have uh, Joey, Joey King. Joey King. Mm, okay. Joey King gives me the ick. I'm sorry. <laughs> did it, did she do something? Because I see I got like a TikTok on my for you page like a couple weeks ago that was like Joey King slander, but I don't know what she did. I don't think she did anything. I think it's just people, that people just hate her. get the ick from her. It's like um shout out Jalen and his vendetta <laughs> against <laughs> Abigail uh, Breslin. Yeah. The way Abigail the way Jalen feels about Abigail Breslin is how I feel about Joey King for some reason. I've just <laughs> never really liked her. Well it her. helped with her performance in this movie. Yeah, she definitely was unlikable as she was supposed <coughs> I'm choking to be. on my hot dog on a stick beer. Oh no. You it's guys. hot dog on a stick lemonade beer. Isn't that awesome? It's a shandy. I might have said that already. I don't know. It is awesome. And if Trevor burps again on this episode, you guys... Are Get really, ready, you guys. I'm, I'm going to really go for sorry. a new record with my burp. I'm really sorry. But anyways, we should probably talk about the movie. Let's do it. So just up front, this is some of the most fun I've had, mm-hmm. if not the most fun I've had in in the theater this year. Absolutely. I agree. I no, like, I'm going to say it is the most fun I've had. Yeah. I actually laughed out loud while watching yeah. this, and I can't remember the last time I laughed out loud when we were watching a movie in no. the theaters. No, no, no. And that wasn't even like the point of... Like, it's not a comedy. It's like it an action comedy. It's pretty upfront with the comedy, but it's like definitely like fully in its DNA. It is an action comedy. Yeah. It's like the comedy, the, the situation <clears throat> isn't comedic because the situation is like very high stakes drama, yeah. drama and action. But the characters and the idiosyncras- idiosyncrasies of these characters are so specific the specificity mm-hmm. of these characters is where the comedy lies yeah as they interact with each other and it's so good and you know what the the blend of action and comedy kind of reminds me of hmm. is uh this might be kind of random but like rush hour a okay. little bit just okay, that sort yeah. of vibe of like how the the genres mesh i think that the two the characters that aaron taylor johnson and brian tyree yes. henry play could easily bring the, rush hour type comedies yeah. back into the zeitgeist yeah and i would watch it willingly okay, zeitgeist okay that's zeitgeist. one of the best words i one of the best Top five words zeitgeist uh juxtaposition <laughs> those are good ones um, but, oh here's my joke you guys bullet train more like Chekhov's train. <laughs> oh, shit. My microphone. What did you do? I knocked it over. Okay. Uh-oh. Anyways. Oh, boy. Um, last episode, you guys, yeah, I, I said that something was a smoking gun in uh, Nope. And that was not the correct term. And I knew it as soon as I said it. But the term that I actually meant to use was Chekhov's gun. Um, and this movie and was full. I didn't correct you because number one, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that kind of white man. 
And then number two, um, I just always assume that you're right. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, isn't it Chekhov's gun? And I was like, no, she's usually right. It must be smoking gun. (laughs) I could rule the world, (laughs) I think, because there have been many situations in my life where I've said something just completely false. And people are like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You you, yeah, (sighs) I just really uh, (laughs) have that cult leader air to me, I guess. (laughs) So this movie, as we said earlier, um, stars Brad Pitt. And I don't know about you, but I really don't think about Brad Pitt. So, like, Brad Pitt has had some iconic, iconic roles. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's as good as he used to be. Like, he doesn't have as many movies as, like, uh, Fight Club anymore. Mm. Um, or even, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Do you mean, like, the caliber of his performance? Or do you mean, like, the type of movies? I mean, like, the caliber of his performance. Got it. Like the likability and yeah. overall memorability of his roles. He's not a spry young chicken anymore. No. Um, but this movie definitely brought that back out of him. Yeah. This is like hands down one of my favorite Brad Pitt roles. I really, I really loved him. And one of my favorite like action protagonists that I've seen in yeah, a while. Yeah, I really loved this character. Ladybug is the character that Brad Pitt plays. And he's like a... Like a therapized career criminal who's like reluctantly going back to do crime again after having gone to therapy and like constantly battling like with himself and with his handler who's randomly play- played by Sandra Bullock. Um, <laughs> and you don't find out until the very end. Yeah, but you I hear mean, her if voice. You're, if you're an astute uh, movie watcher, then you recognize her voice instantly. If you're a Sandy fan. If you're a Sandy fan. Which we are. And we certainly are. And w- you leaned over to me and you said, is that Sandra Bullock? Sandy Bullock. I Bandies. said, yeah. I, we did because know. I looked at the IMDb cast list Aww. and she's one of the first ones. I knew <laughs> just from her voice alone. Thanks, I love IMDb her. IMDb for spoiling it. Thanks, It's I'm like you did buddy. Eternals when I saw that Harry Styles was in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Can't believe they did that. Man, remember when we thought we were going to be focused on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about Harry Styles. But yeah, it's so subversive to have this sort of protagonist who is like therapized when you have all these like, Mm -hmm. you know, when you think of an action protagonist, you think of like John McClane and Die Hard, this like uh, walled off, uh, always pushing his feelings away kind of guy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just like a typical manly man. Yeah. Um, but this character <laughs> is very much not that. And yeah. I loved it so much. He even has a moment where he's like, oh, I'm mansplaining again. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that is so funny. That's just yeah. so funny. I loved it so much. Um, I really, I really, do you want to keep talking about characters before we kind of get into the plot? Sure. Because let's, that, let's do like, it. honestly, aside from like the, incredible spectacle of the action and Mm -hmm. the the style that oozes out of this film Mm -hmm. and like within the camera work the lighting uh the soundtrack um, it's so good it's so good we'll talk Um, about that at the end the dialogue which Mm -hmm. i thought was surprisingly good it was different than i expected um you know the the dialogue makes me i'm sorry to interrupt you no go ahead the dialogue makes me feel like Maybe they just kind of let the actors do what they wanted. No, I could definitely do. see this they being like, like a Thor Ragnarok situation where they just kind of like riff the entire time. Yeah, they just let them play. But it also felt like very written to me. Mm-hmm. Like um, it 
reminded me of like a lot of Shane Black work, mm-hmm. a lot of um, who directed this? Uh, who who directed this? Mm. David Leach, who is kind of still up and coming in terms of like his original stuff because mm-hmm. he worked on Deadpool two. Oh, he worked on uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh huh. It he definitely was, has a Deadpool 2 vibe. Yeah, movie. he was the co-director of John Wick, which is where he got his start. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he know he knows Brad Pitt because they he worked as an action choreographer. I think it was actually the stunt double for him on That's Fight cool. Club. That's so they've really known each cool. other forever. But he's worked his way up in the industry from um, you know being a, a fight choreographer, a stunt double, and working in the action department to actually taking everything that he's learned and making these incredible action scenes and and really getting down to the nitty-gritty of like hand-to-hand yeah um fight choreography he he does an incredible job that I makes mean, me like this movie even more knowing yeah. no, that David about Leach, him i love I, that he's really if he keeps making movies like this he will definitely become one of my favorites yeah um because his first his first uh solo outing was atomic blonde and i don't know oh, if you I, I, I never have we watched... talked about have you watched that one before no but i think you've told me about it yeah it's okay yeah. Um, it's just like John Wick, but with a girl. <laughs> and then it's not quite as good. Yeah. And it should have been because Charlize Theron deserves that. She but, deserves a good movie. And there is yeah. some incredible scenes in it. But overall, it's it's not hmm. it's not the best. Uh, but he like really I really enjoyed Deadpool, too. So that yeah. and I mean, like the characters in Deadpool kind of like lend themselves to a good movie. I think at least especially yeah. considering what. The first movie set up, but if you like Deadpool two, if you like that vibe, you're gonna love this movie. Yeah, it, it it pretty much takes everything that he, all the ideas that he learned and play with in Deadpool two, yeah. and like lets them run free, and it's yeah. just a fucking bonkers movie. It also took Zazie Beetz, Miss yeah. Zazie Beetz, actress who plays Domino, is that her name in yes. Deadpool two? Yeah. I wanted more of her in this movie. Yeah, there, there's a lot of... So, we were going to talk about characters before yeah. we got sidetracked, <laughs> but there's a lot of characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. The ones that are good are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I, do, I wouldn't say that there's any bad characters, Mm-mm. but there are a lot of characters that get sidelined. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that becomes a, a problem with the narrative, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is the weakest point of this movie. Yeah. Whereas, like I said, the style and the directing and everything is it pops it's incredible the characters they pop um but the story is the one part that if it was fleshed out better uh this would be a five out of five yeah five out of five ten out of ten quite frankly yeah and Um, that's so it's interesting you say that too because like i like i can acknowledge that to be true i'm like yeah, yeah absolutely i agree with that but at the same time i'm like i had so much fun watching this that i don't really like care that it no was i like, don't either like yeah i'm like when i say 3.5 out of 5 that's just purely as like uh, te- technicalities yeah because when i watched this film i was like this is one of the not even just the most fun i've had this year but in like in a few years yeah it, it was, was that it was that fun it was like when we watched we just keep talking about others other movies on well, this, it's a movie on this podcast episode. it's okay it's like i felt like when we watched the nice guys for the first time yeah that's how i felt watching this yeah, yeah. and like i said yeah it has that sort of shane black yeah, vibe to it it makes sense absolutely yeah. Back to characters, though. I really wanted more of Zazie Beetz, mostly because mm-hmm. I l- really love her. I, yeah, she's incredible. Not necessarily that I wanted more of her character. Her character's pretty funny. 
and, yeah. It, uh, <laughs> she has this bit where she just says the B word. Yeah. Like every five yeah, seconds. She does. That's really funny. Um, yeah. So her character wasn't really utilized at all. Mm-hmm. She was more almost a cameo. Um, yeah. But there are actual cameos in this movie that are <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah, they were they, really like, good. Some of them truly shocked me so much. One of them I wasn't that shocked by, which was like the bigger reveal. Mm-hmm. But one was so random that I was like... Never could have expected. What is happening? But I wasn't mad because I love this... Uh, this actor, so. Are and we gonna spoil it and say who? No, it was? no, no. I'm not okay. gonna say who it is because I, it. if you haven't seen it, it you will. Yeah, I want it to be, be a, a delight for the yeah. senses to see this person. Yeah. Bad Bunny. We were worried about Bad Bunny in this. I didn't think. I guess he um, has been doing like some acting though, and really? I didn't know about this. I had watched some interviews with uh, with David Leach, and I guess his his uh, wife is a big Bad Bunny fan. Really. So, and and they work a lot together um, on films. Mm. Um, him and his wife. Mm-hmm. She's like one one of his main colleagues, which I love too. They're I love they're that. just adorable. That's beautiful. But um, yeah, she she was the one who brought up to him the the idea of putting Bad Bunny, uh, in this movie. And I'm sure since Sony was funding it, and he publish it or his music is distributed by sony made it easier okay that was my question too because as we know he was announced to be playing el muerto in the new spider-man yeah so sony and him definitely have a deal right now right so i'm I'm like was this practice was this like okay we'll see we'll see (laughs) we'll see if you can be how this goes yeah if you can be a badass and then we'll put you in el muerto right i mean they did already announce it so i guess that doesn't technically make a lot of sense he did do really good in this movie yeah he was i actually enjoyed his performance a lot more than i thought i was going to i will say his scene his like the extent to which his scene uh is in the film Mm -hmm. is completely unnecessary yeah and, like, it was cool to see him. He's a cool character, but so completely derivative to the plot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He does make for some really cool action scenes, like you were saying. Yes. Um, One of my favorite action scenes involves him. Yeah, I agree. And involves some of the concepts with uh, with Ladybug and yeah. his luck. Yeah. So. The, literally, how, how could you have possibly segued into my next thought more perfectly? I loved the... Um, through line of luck yeah in this movie yeah. but we'll get back to that we have to there's so many characters i yeah. like we're never there's gonna stop talking about them it's a big ensemble the twins tangerine and lemon played by aaron taylor johnson they're my favorite they're these are insane characters it's insane how good they were yeah and the the chemistry the brotherly chemistry oh that aaron taylor johnson and brian tyree henry have is is just electric. It's so freaking good. There is a... Also, they uh, are involved in probably my favorite scene in the movie, mm-hmm. um, which is a action montage uh, where they think... They look back on, like, how many kills they've gotten in this yeah. one scenario. And it's, it's done to uh, a... Uh, what's his name? That oh, one. oh, Engelbert Humperdinck. Engelbert Humperdinck song. <laughs> um, and it is hilarious. So it is so well choreographed. It is I visually stunning. I want a, like a series no, yeah, that's when, just that. Yeah, when that scene happened, I was like, oh my God, I just want like a film franchise with these guys. Yeah, and it would be insane. It would be yeah. incredible. I yeah. 
Like, I like Aaron Taylor Johnson. I've always, like, I don't know, liked him to some degree, but I've never... He's, un- he's underrated. He, Yeah. He's super and underrated. And I think he's underutilized, too, because I've yeah. never seen him in something like this before, and maybe no. I've never... Whenever watched. he's in franchise films, he's always pushed to the back. Dude, and justice like, for him as Pietro. Yeah, for real. He was so pushed to the back in Avengers, uh, in the Godzilla movie. He oh, was pushed I to didn't the back. Know he was in that. Yeah. I never watched that actually. It's funny about the Godzilla movie is it came out. I think it might have come out the same year as Age of Ultron. It was either the same year or the year after. Man. But. Um, him and Elizabeth Olsen are lovers in that instead of siblings. No way. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Why would they do and that? And everybody was like, uh. Damn. That's why I You flopped. can't do this when they're both in these two blockbusters that together. That is crazy of them. Yeah. Wow. Aaron Taylor Johnson in this movie, though, something I specifically but wanted. Hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Have yeah. you seen Kick-Ass? No, I've never seen Kick-Ass. So, okay. So we should watch Kick-Ass. Okay. So we'll watch it. Yeah. Because he's I'm so good in that. Now I'm a big fan of his. And you know who directed Kick-Ass? No. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, who directed uh, uh, Kingsman. Oh, hell so yeah. So I think you'll like it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I would. And isn't Chloe Grace Moretz in that? Yes. She's like his sister or something or a, a girl? She, uh, well, she just played. She's a, she's not related to him. He, oh. She's just one of the she's other superheroes. Um, his his accent, along with Brian, <laughs> Brian Tyree Henry's accent, they're so silly. They're like British. A silly British accent, like something you would think of when... Anytime you're thinking of a British accent, it's like this. If you think of like but, a Cockney bad guy, yeah, that's exactly what both of them are, are playing. But they did it so... They like they must have just spent a lot of time around each other, just like fucking around, trying to figure out what kind of accent they were doing. Because there are so many different British accents. And they did the exact same accent. Yeah. And that's so hard to pull off. Yeah. And they fucking killed it. I don't know if... Is Brian Terry Henry British? I don't know. I don't think so. Let me look it up real quick. Google that real quick. Let's find out. Because Aaron Taylor Johnson is not, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. He might be. I don't know. But, um... Um, he is American. He was born in North Carolina. Yeah, they both both do such convincing British accents. Aaron Taylor Johnson... Oh, he's British. Oh, he is British. No way. I mean, that honestly kind of tracks. Yeah, he looks British. So I wonder (laughs) if maybe he just started doing an accent and Brian Tyree Henry was like, okay, I'll just, I'll catch on to this. That way we're having the same sort of accent that we're doing, which that's incredible work to do as an actor. You're really doing your homework on that one. And it really sealed the deal for them relationship wise for me. I loved it. Yeah. They were the best part of the movie hands down. Yeah. Uh, other characters, Joy King's character, uh, what was her name? The princess? Maybe. Something like that. She, she was, she was cool. Uh, she wasn't like the most interesting character, but she was really cool. And I really liked her. All the, um, costume designs in this movie. Oh, I really liked her They're like very simple, but they're instantly like iconic. Yeah. Like you have, um, the princess with her like pink sweater vest and tie. Yeah. With like, uh. Basically, it might as well be a lounge fly backpack. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you have uh, the suits that um, Lemon and Tangerine uh-huh. wear. Uh, you have the like bucket hat and black frame glasses yeah. that Ladybug has. Um, yeah, some Those great, are, some great. Yeah, I really enjoyed her costume specifically. Is very like rich girl. Yeah, which she was. Yeah. Randomly, Logan Lerman is in the movie. Oh yeah, I forgot for about a little that. bit, 
and it, it, you guys, Logan Lerman used to have a chokehold on me back they, in the day. They made him look busted as fuck but in I, this movie. I though. still was like, I love you. I did a heart to the to the screen for him. <laughs> but yeah, he looked fucked up in this yeah. movie. But that's okay. Yeah. And then um, the father and son duo. Yeah. Who were the only actual Japanese characters featured in the main Which cast. Which is an issue with this movie. Because mm-hmm. as much as I love it, um, I feel like it uses Japanese culture as more of an aesthetic. Than yeah. it does it to like actually, um, you know, pay any sort of tribute to it. Yeah, because really there was no reason for this movie to be taking place in Japan other no. than... The fact that it was like on a bullet Other train, than but that Japan is super cool. Yeah, exactly. That's literally it. Yeah, and like the, I'm sure the book does. You know, this movie is based off of a book, and the book obviously takes place on a bullet train in yeah. Japan. Um, and the movie couldn't have done anything to change that, but they could have featured the Japanese characters more. They or were even f- cast uh, somebody Japanese in the role of Ladybug. Yeah, or very true. Because. The all of the like uh, non-Asian characters kind of take the lead in this movie. Yeah. And despite the importance to the plot that um, the father and son have, mm-hmm. uh, they're completely pushed aside for most of the movie. Yeah. And I was thinking I really wanted more of their characters. But then I was because the father's story, his whole thing is kind of what brings on the conclusion of this movie. Yeah. So I'm like, how, yeah. if they would have introduced him earlier, how would the plot then have played out? Yeah. I don't know. But like, again, it's as not like saying, the plot is horrible or anything. It's just hard to follow because there's so many moving parts. Yeah. And um, a lot of it is just like you're just enjoying the experience rather than the plot. Mm-hmm. Because it really doesn't have a plot except for the beginning and the end, yeah. and then everything else is just like, oh, remember this person? Oh, this yeah. this thing happened here, and then this, this, and that. Yeah, that is really true. And like I was talking about Chekhov's train, is it's just filled to the brim with little details mm-hmm. that it, that inevitably pay off. Yeah, and that's like the whole film. Yeah, and a big thing, a big part of that was this through line of like luck and fate. Yeah, or the way the method that these characters use to make sense of the world, like most of them had it like, uh, lemons character, Brian Tyree Henry's character says throughout the film that he, uh, learned how to read people. Thanks to the, the Tom, Thomas, Thomas, the tank, the tank engine. engine, which is one of my favorite, easily one of my favorite parts of this movie. It's so funny, but it's, it also pays off. Yeah. It's so funny. It pays off. And it also surprisingly has like an emotional. Yeah. Their, their relationship is the emotional core of this movie. Yeah, it is. And then you have Ladybug who thinks that the code name he was given is like a joke made by Sandra Bullock, his handler. And he thinks that he has really terrible luck. And so he has this through line of luck that these things keep happening to him because he has bad luck and he can't catch a break. All these bad things happen around him. Joey King's character says that everything good is happening because she has good luck. And yeah. if anything good happens to anyone else, she's like, my luck is rubbing off on yeah. you. That ends up, you know, paying off in the end with what happens to her. Yeah. You have the father and the son and their whole thing is, is fate. Yeah. Talking about you can't control your fate. Oh, like you're running from the one thing that you know that you can't control, which is your fate. Mm -hmm. And I just really love that all these different characters, all the like different 
stories that we were following all had this through line of like trying to make sense of the world and the things that are happening around you. Yeah. I really, I enjoyed no, that that's a lot. A, that's an incredible way of putting it, baby. Thank you. That was perfect. Thank you very much. I think, uh, if it had stuck to the through line more mm-hmm. um, and focused on the through line more, then I wouldn't really have any issues with this movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it repeatedly indulges in like exposition, mm-hmm. backstories and flashbacks, yeah. even for characters who only appear for like one scene. Yeah. And even for inan- inanimate objects at some point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which so is funny, funny. But it'll like take away from like, the buildup of a, of certain scenes. Yeah. And the movie, like, I thought it was paced really well. I thought it was really snappy, really quick. Yeah. But there were moments, like you're saying, where we lingered on, a, on backstories that yeah. could have been cut to... I think, I think like, the first... Uh, I think this movie was, like, a two hours and six minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the first hour and, like, 45 minutes is perfect. And mm-hmm. then it, it just feels a little bit too long. Okay. I think I think it was mostly because of how the story is structured. Yeah. And if it had just been more focused, then it wouldn't have felt too long. So you... Oh, my gosh. Now I'm the one burping? Do it. Sorry, guys. I'm not going to burp on the oh, mic. Damn it. So you're, you're saying that the first hour and 45 minutes pacing-wise was perfect, and mm-hmm. then after that, like you wanted it to end at 145, or you wanted to cut some things... I think it was just that I didn't feel like it earned the third act. And it's not that the third act okay. was bad. Because That's I really think the fair. third act is is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the only issues I have with it is like sometimes there's so much going on visually. Yeah. Like David Leach is very stylistic. Yeah. And he plays with so many different techniques, but they're they like all come together at once in the finale and sometimes it can look a little visually messy. Yeah. But only for like literally two seconds. Yeah. And then it clean it and like then it cleans up again. Up. Yeah. Um, but like the the third act it story wise was not earned. That's so true. That's yeah. so true. And it could have earned it by focusing more on the father son. Exactly. Duo. And that's why I say like until that point you're just experiencing these characters interacting with each other. Yeah. It's not really a plot. Yeah, which is fine. That's still yeah. made it's, a really great yeah, movie. Yeah, it's still incredibly enjoyable. Hmm. And sometimes I struggle with this cuz it's like um you know, I've studied a lot but about like film conventions and stuff and mm-hmm. it's like this is technically breaking convention, uh-huh. but it's also like doesn't work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm like, is that just me or is it just like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'll you know study I mean? up on breaking conventions and I'll let you know if it's, <laughs> ju- if it's just you or if I agree with you. That's, man. Yeah, that third act, as fun as it was, it did feel a little like, oh, damn. Yeah. It's like this? Yeah. Whew. I want to talk a little bit more about David Leach. Okay. I think he... I think, like I said earlier, he really solidifies himself as an individual director in this movie. Yeah. I think this is by far his best work. Mm-hmm. This is his most individualistic work. Yeah. Um, it's brightly saturated. Mm-hmm. It's ultra-violent. Mm-hmm. It's over-the-top oh all the time. It's so, so, it's so violent. It's, yeah, there's like parts where a guy's torsos get ripped off their lower half of their body. Yeah. And, but Ugh. it's like cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if, I said, it's over the top. If I didn't like, mind the gore in a movie, you know, it's fine. Because I'm not a gore 
person at all. Yeah. And the editing of this movie is like a fucking punk rock song. Yeah. It's so, like, it's well like put together, but it's hats. so fast. It's yeah. like, it's so fast paced. And it'll go so many different directions. Comparison. That's such a good comparison. I love that. But yeah, and it, it adds this frantic eccentricity to it. I just started tearing up because I loved that <laughs> comparison so much. And I love you. And I think you're so smart. I love you so much. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're gross sometimes. <laughs> <sighs> but like the fact that Leech even made a, a train visually interesting, because this pretty much the entire film, except for a few scenes and like flashback scenes, take place on this train. Yeah. But never for a moment am I looking at the screen and being like, oh, this is really boring to look at. Yeah. There's, he's moving the camera in weird ways. Mm-hmm. He's rotating it. It's it's like fucking. It's using centripetal force and shit. <laughs> I don't even know. Centripetal force. It's crazy, but I yeah. love it so much. He does he, so many interesting things. He really did. Do you want to talk about the music, too? That's exactly what I was going to go to next, baby. Woo! <laughs> look at us. You li- Did you look at my notes? No, I'm okay. looking at you and your eyes. I just knew. Yeah, the soundtrack is superb. Bangers. And like I said, with the with the punk rock tempo, the editing, most of the music in this is like is like hard rock. Some There's some techno in there. Some funk. Some funk. Uh, and then some Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> it's all over the place, and yet it feels so cohesive yeah. to the to the way this movie is. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It, there's it like fits Japanese the covers of iconic. Yeah, American there's songs. a Japanese cover of "Holding Out for a Hero," and when I heard it playing, Fucking I was like, epic. "There's no way." It this was is so cool. Literally. The most epic thing I've ever heard in my life. It was a better use of that song than in Shrek, two. I want to say that. <gasps> Shrek 2's goaded. You're right. Nothing can beat that. And also, um, I was when it started playing, I was like, this is about to be one of the best scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And then it kind of cuts away and, and goes and does something else. Yeah. But if it had kept going, that would have been my This is Cinema. Are you ready been. to share what you're no, now? Not okay. I'm not even close <laughs> to done talking about this Ooh, movie. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> carry on, carry on. Like I said about the action, I think it works on so many different levels. Because mm-hmm. I talked about David Leach's um, past in, in choreography and as a stunt double. Um, the hand-to-hand is like a beautiful dance between these the two actors who Absolutely. are who are fighting in these scenes. Um, and it's rhythmic. It's... It's oftentimes hilarious. Yeah. There's a, a Jackie Chan-esque quality to it. Yeah. And never for a moment are you looking and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. It's so The way that the camera filmed. moves, it, sometimes it'll literally move with somebody's arm. Yeah. Like there's a scene where um, one of the characters is pointing a gun at two different people and the camera follows those yeah. people. So smartly filmed. Yeah. It's just incredible. The, and the, the way that the editing is used with the action. Like I said, with the frantic editing, it's it's high speed. Um, it adds more energy to the fights. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not looking at the frantic at the amount of cuts and being like, oh, this is just distracting. We we watched Captain Marvel recently, mm-hmm. and one of the issues I have with that movie is that there's like when they're on the shield base, the the hand to hand stuff is like really bad. Yeah. There's like a million cuts that happen. Yeah. And there's a lot of cuts in this, but it it's more similar to like way. the way Matthew Vaughn uses cuts mm-hmm. in like the Kingsman movies. Yeah. Or like um not to say it's quite as good, but 
the master of editing himself, Edgar Wright, the way he uses cuts. Oh, yeah. Because he has so many cuts in his movies, but they are beautifully put together. And it, and they're specific. It's not... They're not crutches. They're, exactly. They're, they are very intentional. In this movie specifically, it's you have a master of fight choreography that's directing this, and he is making these cuts to sh- specifically show off this choreography as, as best as it can be. Not yeah. to hide the, the faults... In, like, the de-aging of Samuel L. Jackson (laughs) and Miss Marvel, you know? I'm sorry, Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. Why do I keep doing that? (laughs) Also with the action, like, the the use of slow motion. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not like Zack Snyder oh, um, Lord. fucking taking Zachary. 30 minutes with a th- slow motion scene. It's like we're, we're fighting, we're fighting, it's super fast, and then there's something very specific that's shown in slow motion, mm-hmm. and then we're right back into it. Right. It and doesn't, it, it doesn't, it never overstays its welcome. Yeah. It's used as like... Comedic effects. Yeah. Or... Dramatic effects. Dramatic effect. I, I would say most often it's dramatic effects. Yeah. Overall... Overall, we loved Bullet we, Train. We loved it. And are you ready for your This is Cinema? I'm ready. Did you, did you figure one out? I fi- yeah, I figured one, one out. There was just so much. And I was like, literally, my jaw was dropped at points in this yeah. film. I was like, oh, no fucking way. I was laughing out loud. I was like, it was incredible. So it was hard for me to remember a specific moment because there were so many times. But I did figure one out in the end. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Now this. Oh, it, oh <laughs> I didn't know that's it. Okay, my. now let's do it. Let's okay, do it. ready? Okay, ready? Now, now this is cinema. cinema. Me first? Yeah, you first. Okay, so my now this is cinema was when the father unsheathed his sword from his cane. Mm. And it was so, like, perfectly disguised as a cane yeah. the entire time. And it just went with his character so perfectly. And I was like, yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah. That's very, like, cinematic. Yeah, that's my Now This Is Cinema. Uh, my Now This Is Cinema. But first, before I talk about My Now This Is Cinema, I just realized we didn't talk about the villain at all. Michael Shannon? Yeah, we did not talk about his character at all. Because he's literally just in the background the entire movie and yeah. then shows up at the end. Yeah. Which was another issue I had with this movie. Yeah. But the character's super cool. Yeah, he's cool. Super cool. Which, My Now This Is Cinema is the flashback backstory to his character. That's mm. this crazy action uh, montage set to this super sick-ass rock song. Yeah. And he's in this, like, super cool kabuki mask. Oh, the kabuki just, mask is Just so slaying cool. through people. Like, and he's Russian, right? So he's doing, like, the Russian roulette with the gun to random people. Yes! It's so fucking cool. It's so The lighting cool. is insane. I mean, there's... Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start with this scene. It's it's so jam-packed of like cool I think techniques. We should just see this movie again. I know we do need to watch it again. It's so jam-packed of cool techniques and just oozing with style. And it really, when you watch that scene, you're like, oh, this dude, he's some, he's nobody to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Like he will, he will kill an entire like village of people. And you don't see his face. No, you don't see his face until. Until until it's Michael almost Shannon. like twenty minutes at, until the movie's over. Yeah, <laughs> Michael fucking Shannon. All right, man. so you're ready. I for am our, scared of him. He has the same name as you. You can't be scared of him. Well, he plays a lot of creepy guys. You're right. All right, are you ready for your final? 
Your final rating? I'm ready. Okay. It's still going to be a 3.5 for me. Yeah, for me, it's also still yeah. going to be 3.5. But again, enjoyment, 5 out of 5. Yeah. Fucking 6 out of 5. Hell yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. So, so now I'll do my math correctly, and that <laughs> makes our official big screen sweetheart score of Bullet Train a 7, seven out, out of 10. 10. Which is really good. Yeah. That is really good yeah. for us. That All is really right. good. You know what it's time for, baby. It's time for crazy credits. <sighs> <laughs> so it's uh, called the name game. Uh, also, I figured out why I keep calling it that. Why I have the urge to call it that. Why? Is because on IMDb, also known as I mean Dub Buddy, mm-hmm. uh, there's always a section in movies and under the like movies that says crazy credits. It's like right next to the goofs and quotes. I see. That's my excuse. <laughs> well, now it's like a running bit that you call it crazy credits and I call it the name, the name game. game, which so is I what guess it's actually we're called. We're keeping it up. We're keeping it up. Would you like to share your name? Yes, my name. I would like to give a shout out a shout out to Ross Dunkerley <laughs> for putting his whole dunk into this. <laughs> <laughs> His That's whole good. Dunk, his whole his whole dunk early. Dunk early in this. That's just good. dunk early things. Any more? Any dunk more? Dunk I'm dunk- sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> okay, okay. My name. I'd like to give a shout out to Buzzy Burwell. That's Buzzy like a- Burwell. That's like a like a fifties stage name. Yeah, that's like it's so good. That's like uh, Engelbert Humperdinck esque. Yeah. Buzzy, Buzzy Burwell. Burwell, I hope you're having a good day wherever you are. Yeah. Thank you Thanks, for your buddy. work on Bullet Train. I really enjoyed it. Whatever you did, I'm sure it really helped. Yeah. And do not throw away your shot. Get it, Bullet. I don't know. Uh, Just keep uh, doing your thing. We saw Hades Town last night, so Trevor's Trevor's like in a musical Hamilton. theater. Mode. I am not throwing away my shot. Okay. Shout what? out to Kobe for killing that on karaoke. Yeah. My, shout out, my Kobe. Bestie. We love you. All right, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Please go uh, watch this movie. Yeah, go watch it's this movie. It's such a good time. I want to give a heads up. Next week is going to be our last episode of this season. Yeah. So the now. way that we're going to do it is this is going to be the end of our summer season. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to come back for fall. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be all Halloween movies, Woo-hoo! baby. Trevor and I love fall. We love Halloween yes. so much. So get ready because we're going to have a lot to say. Yeah. And you know what? Let's just release the phase one slate of big screen sweethearts. Let's. So so then after that, we're come, we'll come back during the winter once we're done with those episodes and do some Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be uh, whatever we do for spring, which will probably be yeah. like a director focused thing yeah. or something like that. Yeah, director focused or it'll be like... One of my favorites, one of Trevor's yeah. favorites, back and forth, back and forth. That we'll let you know a, about that uh, one. A free-for-all space. Yeah. So let but us know if you have any suggestions, any recommendations, yeah. any requests. But next week, it's going to be Back to the Future. Woo! And we can't wait to see you guys there. And it'll be really interesting because yes, she's no. never seen it. And I've never I seen it. love that movie, and it's one of my movies that I saw as a kid that made me love movies so maybe it'll make me love movies even more we'll see there you go all right you guys guys. thank you i love you bye (laughs) we love you bye